3: You've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm
4: Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes.
3: You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the GeekScape Network.
5: Episode of horror movie night this week Scott's pick the mutilator and before we even dive into this I just have to say this is a movie that I've talked a lot of shit about in the past this was the most enjoyable time I've ever watched The Mutilator. I need to put that out there. I don't know if it was oh, brain. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't know if it was, don't take it was that from following me. a
0: watching of Howling New Moon Rising, but like I thought it was a perfect double feature. The Mutilator yeah. in Howling 7 was going to be my double feature if I didn't already watch it as a double feature, so. Uh. <laughs>
5: but but Scott, how about you tell us why after all these years we finally decided to pull the jump cord on uh, The Mutilator?
2: Because, as everyone who's ever listened to this fucking show knows, because I am an oversharer, I love seasonally appropriate horror, and I've been unable to do The Mutilator for the entirety of the time that we've done Listener Submitted Month in September, because this movie technically is a fall break movie. Because of that, I could never let myself do it in October. Cause fall break is in September.
0: When the fuck is fall break? I don't... I, I
2: I honestly don't know. Um, okay, I just. But... I, I was originally going to do it in November, but when we get to November, like I have always wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. I had notes from like three years ago that I augmented for this. Um, I re- mm-hmm. I did rewatch it, but this is my second time watching it for the show. Um, mm-hmm. And <laughs> I in, I man. feel like you could do this as a Thanksgiving kind of movie because fall break for me when I was in college was. Thanksgiving week right but they're out and I mean this was probably filmed in the spring or summer but so it's, it's, it's weird like yeah it's definitely football season because there are our cheerleaders at the beginning before they leave for their trip so let's just say that fall break is in the end of September and mm-hmm. I am seasonally appropriate with my pick but yes I picked it because of that it's working title was fall break and it has such a killer fucking theme song it's like hall and oates if you got them from great value yeah it's no it is
5: beautiful
2: it is literally this movie bounces
5: between being a teen slasher movie and a late 70s national lampoons road trip (laughs) right like so like the, the fall break song could have literally just been holiday road from vacation <laughs> and it would have felt exactly the same i have put this movie into a dvd player at least four times yeah <laughs> i think last night was the first time i truly watched this movie yeah because for a really long time i would always complain that like this is one of the biggest box art to movie quality issues oh absolutely like, the box art is is beautiful. It's amazing. And then I'm like, and the movie's just garbage. But the first three times I watched this movie, <laughs> it was a VHS PS mm. bootleg rip <clears throat> that was a little grainy. This time it was on an arrow blu-ray disc. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like. How have I not been watching this movie for the last like 20 years? Like, I had it, it was similar to when I watched that Vinegar Syndrome Pledge Night DVD, where I was just like, there's something about this movie that is feels like I should have been watching it for the last 15 years. Like, the idea that it took me this long, I don't think I ever realized how brutal and gory some of the kills are mm-hmm. in this movie yeah. so much so that it apparently got an X rating yep. when they originally submitted it but also like I was reading a bunch of reviews and like critics are really split on this they like the internet critics either think it is the worst thing that has ever happened in a slasher franchise or a lot find it to be one of the more charming forgettable like one-off movies yeah. and their reasoning being that like they found the characters actually likable versus some of the other real mm. duds where it's just like You don't give a shit about the characters and can't wait for them to die. Right. I didn't mind the points where we were just hanging out with these kids as they were like goofing around and playing games. Like, I'm like, all right.
0: Well, they're not like. I would say definitely on your arrow uh, disc, you could at least see the hide and seek scene. Oh, wait, no, it was completely lit. uh, (laughs) And you could know. And everybody was just pretending not to see a damn person uh, in that household. But I, I agree. Like, I also think that I felt this way about The Mutilator too, where i remember feeling like it wasn't that fun and it was and carly had felt it too because the first half of it maybe half is is a loose term but the first parts of it even though there's the theme song and there's goofy shit and it feels like a little like tonally off it didn't seem fun like I wasn't like it wasn't the most enjoyable slasher that I had seen and I think that probably I would imagine it turned it, it turned me off from the first time that I watched it but this second viewing was was a lot more fun right up until the like right up until the end dude
5: the last we'll get yes, there but the will. last yeah. like 5 minutes of this movie is fucking that alone is like worth, the, worth price the price of admission yeah. sure. like there, there's a. I'm, I'm curious to see what we do double feature wise on this one because I'm torn between two movies that have an equal level of just like slow, boring parts followed by by absolute. Bonkers as gory Good. bullshit.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. So... I yeah. I wrote down three. Like the same way that Howling yeah. Seven was probably really fucking hard to think of. Uh, uh, um, just one. Yeah. This, this one, it's narrow. I could it down watch all. One. We could we could plan a whole horror movie a night night. Uh, based on this. Whoa, shit. When's the next fundraise When's the next fifteen hour uh, session? When are we to oh do god. that how- again? Oh my god. Do you, you know how difficult night, it night? would be for Matt to do that
2: because there's so much blood and boobs and in I stuff that I know it we'll get there listeners yeah if you're even remotely wondering kyle yeah. and i are on the same i'm pretty page sure we have
5: the same two to three titles yes, written down absolutely yeah. so i mean let's just start from the very beginning like unlike howling seven where we i was like i don't even know where to start with this shit so we're just gonna like this one we can actually follow a little beat by beat we have this flashback scene kid is cleaning his dad's gun collection Idiot. and the child handwritten sign that says happy birthday daddy i cleaned them all yep like just that alone made me laugh and then this kid accidentally discharges one of the loaded guns and kills his mom who's like making a birthday cake in the in the kitchen and you're just
2: like what the fuck what like '80s watching this movie like, knowing uh, uh, what you're expecting to get and then you yeah. get the first taste of it in the first yeah. two minutes it's like it must have been so satisfying but the best thing about well first of all that squib work was so damn good so good and I wrote what I think is I mean this was from my first my 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 first set of notes uh squib work so nice they had to show it twice (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) because they literally recycled (laughs) the squib work to show mom Mm -hmm. dying twice I mean honestly if my kid killed my fucking wife I would hate him too
0: yeah, but yeah. in walks in the seemingly the least devastated father in that yeah. scene I've ever seen. I'm gonna chalk it up to shock, but you're gonna shock boy, it up. I'm gonna shock it up to chalk, and uh, <laughs> I think that he just walked in like it was en- like like it was any other fucking Wednesday. But yeah. Uh, yeah. obviously that cha- his his position on oh, things. Ruin my birthday, changed. you little shit. Yeah,
5: <laughs> but but what I don't under- so so clean movie- them all. <laughs> what about mom? Yeah. cleaned her this too. jumps. This <laughs> this movie jumps all over the place, in the sense of like, you have this kind of emotionally heavy, fucked up yeah. opening scene, and then we just jump ten years into the future or so, and the kid's just a fun, loving college student.
4: This no thing trauma that he in the did world, to his dog. mom
5: has like no effect on him None. as a human being. He's just living life, and that's when we get our first. Of many tastes of the fall break theme song so that is well before just... they
2: even get in the car for their break, there or is it is it after they're they're like sitting at that bar drinking beers like talking about leaving, right? Yeah, I don't okay, so maybe With it's the because, video game music playing. In oh, the background. oh man, I'm gonna set a new, a new score on video machine, and then she like blinks about 20 times in the course of five seconds total coke binge <laughs> for me the thing that is kind of a suspension of disbelief here is i have a really hard time this concept that we see in 80s movies and we'll get into it with double features too for sure people just sit at bar sat at bars and drank beer like i'm 40 now and i have never just i don't i don't think i've just hung around a bar and drunk beer and like just hanging out The only time I ever hung out at a bar is like because I'm playing a show or I'm going to a show. You know, like I'm literally only at bars to see live music.
5: I feel like we. I feel like filmmakers, especially in the '80s, always wanted to show college kids drinking, and it makes more like I have hung out in diners for hours. (laughs) But I I agree with you. Like hanging out in a bar, like absolutely not. Like in the middle of
0: the. Day, yeah, yeah. Like, He's like
5: getting a
2: little tipsy at this like college natty light shitty bar. <laughs> I don't know, man. And they try to do this shit in modern TV shows every once in a while too. I think it was um the Order. Did you guys watch any of that show? Mm-mm. It came a couple years Mm-mm. ago, I think. I think it was a Netflix show. But they're like, it's like the skulls more or less. But they, you know, like they're magicians. They, they. I'm like, first of all, you're not old enough to be at the bar drinking. And second of all let's light out I mean mm-hmm. yeah. okay maybe let me do a small caveat that when I was in college I would go to like a local bar quote-unquote but it was like a bar and grill I would go on Wednesday nights and we would eat hot wings I wouldn't right. just go the there only, and drink beer Right.
5: I would say the only reason because there was now I think about it, there was one bar that I used to hang out in a bunch in my 20s called dead presidents but it was because it was like kind of a i wouldn't say it was a dive bar but like it wasn't like packed it Mm -hmm. didn't have a ton of music and i was friends with the girl who was the bartender Mm -hmm. so like me and our friends would go and just like hang out and shoot the shit and we had full control of the jukebox so it was like a non-stop like pop punk (laughs) in 80s like rock anthems and it was like the 10 of us and like the two other like 30 like 40 year old regulars that sat at the bar but it was just like your intentions were very different than what's going on here in fall 100 percent, and it was like a sunday night when we knew it would be slow like you know like we weren't going to go in there on friday or saturday when it's like pandemonium in the bar Mm -hmm. like
3: Mm
5: -hmm. but no i agree with you even like you know
0: well, and they just had like no fall break plans. They're no, they were just sitting around, figured it out thinking, right then and there. like, <laughs> yeah. And by 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 somebody calling him at the bar, like they already knew that he Saying was just that, sitting there yeah, like, waiting. How do they know?
2: But there were no cell phones. How did you know the bar phone number?
0: How? Yeah. Where you looked up the yellow well, pages, and you are like, homeboys, much. there, like for sure. Well,
2: I
5: will say, him and all his actually, friends. now that you you raised one point though, that I do actually have to call out as making sense. Okay. Because you said, well, you have no fall break plans. I have never had fall break
0: yeah. plans. Yeah. Well, I guess fall, I didn't know fall, fall break existed yeah. until now. Fall, break, here,
5: fall yes. break was essentially, we're giving you two extra days because it's Thanksgiving week. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and, like, you're going to be new. hanging out with your family. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like yeah. It's like, congratulations, we gave you Monday and Tuesday as well because we knew your asses weren't going to be here Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, or Friday. Exactly. <laughs> like, Fair, fair, fair. So they got So, stuck. like, yeah, no yeah, no one makes those plans. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, well, was he planning to go to the condo with his dad anyway? And it's just like, oh, I guess I like, got – like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. None, none of that. But you know what? I don't Who care. care. Yeah, no, I, I don't care. We've, yeah. yeah, it doesn't We've matter. seen a child murder his mom. Yeah. He's totally fine with no trauma. Let's
0: play the Hall of Notes music. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. and it's... let's get to this condo. <laughs> yeah, so and, we get to
2: this condo. And drink more shitty beer. And, like, more Natty it, Light. It, it, did you guys feel like they were in a time warp because it felt like it was night forever
0: yeah no we. it was only daytime in that bar and then when they got there it was night And but they yeah, kept you, mentioning the time and they're like oh it's only I think they I think they said something about it being only like 9 o'clock or something if you had told me this movie was over a two day period I would have totally is, just been like yeah the
2: first time I watched it which I believe was in <laughs> late college or right after college um, I, I thought there was days but no it's, yeah. it's one yeah. night which makes it's a lot more sense night. continuity wise when you think about the dad hunting all of the friends because he's never hunted he's hunted everything but dot 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 man yeah. you know they, they were going to have this be called fall break colon deadliest game um but then they couldn't get the rights to deadliest game
5: i do think that mutilator is a much better name than
3: fall break for
2: the right <laughs> oh thing, but. i do too uh, and you know <laughs> what i i i knew about the mutilator a Okay, so it wasn't high school when I saw this movie for the first time. It was after I got out of college because I only knew about this movie after seeing Behind the Mask because they use the exact same tagline by axe, by knife, bye-bye or Mm -hmm. by axe, by sky, bye-bye or whatever it is that they Mm -hmm. or they, you know, it's a very straight homage to The Mutilator and um, somebody mentioned The Mutilator and I watched it and I was like, eh, because I was Mm -hmm. like, you know, with my snifter of brandy watching behind yeah. the mask like mm, this is elevated slasher cinema i mean it's a fucking great movie but let's not yes. discount the fact that Mutilator's shitty like too. the mutilator yeah. is a great time yes. yeah
5: well but this is like i i am excited i am legitimately excited when we have an experience like we're having right now with the mm-hmm. mutilator right because like i think of the movies that we have been like Ugh, I watched that in college. I don't know if we can get a good episode out of it. And then we just kind of like push it in the back of our minds. And then like, you know, seven years hit. And we're like, I don't know. Do we want to give the mutilator a shot? And then we're all like, fuck. Yeah. This was way better than right. I remember the mutilator. Like now I'm like, I don't know. Like maybe we can do some of these movies that I, I thought were trash. when You I guys was weren't going to be
2: into this one because I mean, it's no, unabashedly it's a kill comp and I'm totally fine with that for what it is. Because yeah, I think that if you go into this movie, In modern day understanding that it's a goofy fucking slasher and you're really just there for some cool squib work and like practical effects because there were there was no like everything was in camera and it's amazing and that's what makes this movie great yeah well the other thing that
5: is really great about this movie and and I think it shows I learned this in IMDB but we've talked about like movies that maybe aren't from like a artistic standpoint masterpieces Mm -hmm. and the example I always use is like Empire Records like Empire Records I love that movie but like there's really not much going on (laughs) in that script it's teenagers hanging out in a record store but when you're watching it you can tell that everyone is having a blast Mm -hmm. working on the movie and it like makes it enjoyable and everything that I read was like no one wanted to go home (laughs) from the set of the mutilator like they shot it in (laughs) continuity and everybody who died was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just hanging out. Like I'm having that a great time. Like everyone became in a horror friends. movie.
2: I would be like, I'll do 30 days on set. Fuck my yeah. job. Mm-hmm. I'm also yeah, 40, like so probably wouldn't work out quite as well as 20 somethings. playing <laughs> 19 no, year olds. But, but I think
5: that that shows. Like I think all. that we've all watched slasher movies where you can tell that the actors do not enjoy each other's company. And, that the <laughs> and they're supposed spent to, pretend to two be days on set.
2: There's yeah. so many of those but but
5: this one it's like you can tell that these guys and gals became legitimate friends with each other on set because like they seem like they're actually like doing that stupid hide and seek game they look like they are having so much fun with how stupid this thing is that they're doing yeah, like yeah. they're they're it, it you can feel their fun coming through the screen when you're watching mm-hmm. it a little bit but Basically, for the next 45 minutes, it's just them dicking around. So let's just get to the kills at this point because it's like 45 minutes of them dicking around having fun and then 45 minutes of just like – like you said, just a kill comp at this point. It's just one after another and in increasingly more brutal ways. Like sometimes I think movies like this will start off with like – the big crazy one out the gate and then the rest are feeling tame by comparison but Not this, this is all escalation from this point. Yeah. So well I, yeah the
0: big crazy one was set was story set up and then the rest of it is you know like <laughs> it wasn't even crazy but like the, it was unexpected and then the rest yeah, yeah they, the gradual oh my god the build up to each one it was just so uh, good. Yeah. So I do have even
2: one the, quick like moment of regret when I was watching this both times for the show, Uh Um, when the girl gets skewered in the crotch with a giant fish hook, I was like, oh no. And I was watching that, I was scared that we weren't going to have a good time talking about it. But it's not nearly as bad as Sleepaway Camp with a a hot curling iron in the crotch. It does a weird thing. So let me ask you about
5: this. Because, and I don't want to linger on this particular kill too much. But it does this weird thing where when I was watching it, I almost feel like the director had like,
2: Second, second thoughts. Yeah. That. yeah. Second
5: thoughts. Because the setup seems like it's going there, but then when it cuts yes. to the actual side of the hook, it looks like it just went through, through her, the stomach like, almost, and not.
0: Yeah, like almost yeah, like, like a thigh to stomach. Like it was yeah, not. Yeah, like it's
5: almost, when they cut to it later, it's like, fooled you. <laughs> but yeah. I think it was literally the director just being like,
2: no, you know what, I don't feel okay. And, and, and for someone in the 80s, a man directing a slasher in the 80s to be like, let's pull that back a little bit. It's fucking <laughs> oh, yeah. impressive, yeah. right?
0: Yeah. Well, again, because yeah, the but, actors do look like they're having a good time, so it doesn't seem like it was maybe them necessarily being like, "Nah, don't." Yeah. <laughs> like it was yeah. like maybe him being like, mm, "Nah, don't." And
5: I want to say, like, a lot of the negative reviews I saw were like, "Oh, like it's shot poorly," blah 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 blah. But like, there are certain shots, like. I think that right before she gets the extremely way too much slow motion drowning scene oh, yeah. like there's a shot of her like floating on yes. like that cloudy water that I think is a very well put together it was comparable
0: to Ty West's ex the promo (laughs) image that we see of her floating with her head in the water and the make I was like that's that's that to me (laughs) like I was like that's beautiful and then yeah the slow-mo really killed it for me but the set (laughs) but the shot was beautiful until Uh, like it was the incorrect frames per second slow-mo yeah but then Uh, after that
5: we just start to like, that's probably the tamest kill. and I it mean, is. drowning is horrific, but yes. But drowning is that, one of those kills enjoyment. that never really pays off in a movie. So, no. Like, no, it doesn't play well. Yeah, it's fine. But, man, we go from a, a drowning immediately to a
2: motorboat motor in the stomach. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, good. <laughs> but, uh, you so, know so, so, like, let's, let's let listeners know that we are not usually the kind of guys that are like, you know, seeing how great kills are in a movie. We really don't do this very often, but when you're looking at a movie like this and you can yes. tell that the people aren't or at least it seems in a historical view that everybody was having a good time and wasn't feeling exploited that right. yeah. it's okay to do this kind of conversation. It's
5: honestly for a movie like for a movie called Mutilator with a box art like Mutilator, mm-hmm. the fact that there's like one topless scene in the entire movie is also feels really reserved yes. for an 80s yeah. slasher movie like like it's like oh the, there was a point where I'm like oh they're not going to show any nudity
0: yeah
5: yeah like but like even when they were like getting into the pool like there was this there was this very weird like sensual piano solo as they were getting ready to like get into the into the pool but because of the way it was shot I'm like oh I guess this is one of those movies where there's just no nudity and it was like only one shot or two where you even saw anything I was like wow this is yeah. really reserved yeah it <laughs> for, is. for what it is it is I mean um, the, yeah
0: bro, well the gray, their gray sweater budget was up pretty high so I think they needed to use it at all times the fact that there was fair. two female characters wearing the same sweater in the same scene slash like time frame I was just like don't do this but they I mean yeah they didn't really take it off uh yeah. <laughs> they just kept them on and yeah. I had to distinguish every time who was who uh <laughs> what are you gonna do
5: the motorboat kill is is pretty gnarly yeah but i still was like "Eh," i like i liked it but i'm like this isn't wowing wowing me just yet but it's the next kill where the police officer gets decapitated i was just like holy shit like that was like the you now have my attention moment (laughs) (laughs) for for this and then it it literally did not relent from that point you know each one of these kids gets in a different way we've talked about the most horrific one um which is straight up gutting a girl like a fish, which we got to talk about that. So, (laughs) so not so much how she does, but there's this whole thing where, first of all, it's clear that something is wrong. Eric and Pam have the correct idea, which is we got to go talk to the police. Uh This girl is like, we're not going there until we find my boyfriend, which it's like, you should probably go to the police and let the police find your boyfriend because things are seeming very wrong. But then they're like, let's split up which Eric's original plan is him and girl who's looking for the boyfriend will go one way and Pam will go the other Pam being the only human being that fully understands that she's in a horror movie is like, I ain't going anywhere alone. You're coming with me. So girl looking for the boyfriend, they separate, they walk, she walks
0: all of five feet. Yes.
5: (laughs) Before the dad attacks, Eric and Pam don't hear a goddamn thing.
0: No, No. they are already somehow at the police station Uh, (laughs) because the police do show up. So they must they have made it. Uh, they must have jogged, like. Well, I guess maybe that's when the sweater came off. Uh, yeah. It's hot. Fall break's hot. But I, yeah, like I, I thought the same exact thing. I was like, that garage is open. Like <laughs> He's they did not. Throwing her
5: go, around. They did They're not. not they, he
0: wiped off everything from that workbench. <laughs> Every goddamn thing onto a maybe concrete or at least like rocky surface. Like no clinging and clanging. I think. I no, think aerosol the cans deleted. fucking blowing up. Like, anything.
5: I think he missed the, we missed the deleted scene where Eric and Pam both simultaneously put their headphones on and start listening <laughs> to so the Fall break Bush, song. Uh, oh, Fall yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, that, that scene, I was like, this is fucking bonkers. There's also, th- there's a pitchfork through the throat, which... Yeah, classic. Classic in the 80s. Yes. It's always a good look. There's a scene that I wrote down that was one of the mo- there is one moment and it was this moment where my jaw dropped and I was just like what am I watching mm-hmm. which is when there's a split second of sped up footage for like this vaudeville exit when he leaves the bedroom where I was like what just happened yeah <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. He does like a ha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha, and they like actually speed up the footage to feel like an old-timey silent film as he makes his exit. I was like, "Why is that there?" Because at
0: that point in time in the movie, I thought we like abandoned all goofballness. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like cuz there's all that goofy oh, shit. Yeah, cuz we
5: just watched four people get slaughtered back to back, yeah. back to back. I it think seems like it's
0: guys. I think that this is actually, if I think about it, like this is my ideal layout for a slasher movie. Like this is my ideal format. Like up front with the the goofiness, you, you throw me like friends getting ready and doing some silly shit that I'm like, is that 80s or is that just weird? And then they get to their location, they do some other goofy shit there. And then you're right, like the last 45 minutes is kill, 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 kill and me not hating any of these characters like that's i that's yeah. an ideal setup they, they can still be shallow i don't need to know much of anything about them but i still need to not hate, hate watch them, just be them. Yeah, I, waiting I don't, for I don't right love
2: that that concept that we get a lot where they'll make you hate a character just so that they think you'll enjoy watching them get hacked up it doesn't do Correct. it for me
0: no, 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 no. So, I'm still okay with them liking them and them getting killed because I've, I've, I, that's what I've bought into. Like, yeah, I just want to, I know I just what i watch here people. That the movies called know. the Mutilator. Yeah, like I yeah. know what's gonna happen. So to them. I'm pretty sure I know what's <laughs> gonna happen.
5: So after, let me do this math real quick. So after 38 years, they are, they just finished rapping last month. Mutilator Two. No. Same director. What? same writer director and i met one of the stars at comic con as we were wrapping up her bo- our booth he was walking around wearing a mutilator 2 t-shirt that they made for the casting and crew and him and jonathan are in conversation for him to do some promotions on a on a geekscape God, shows guys. so we may you know i can't make any promises guys But we may have some ins for when Mutilator 2. Let's fucking go. Oh, my God. (laughs) I am fully torqued right now. Yeah. Yeah. When I was also like, I didn't rewatch the Mutilator. So at the time, I was like, I don't want to make any promises until (laughs) I rewatch this movie. But, man, I am definitely going to make sure that I hit up Jonathan and be like, Yo, you still got the contact information for that Mutilator 2 guy? Because holy shit that we have fun. But we cannot stop talking about this movie until we talk about this final scene Big Ed's kill, where he is on the back of the truck. He's on the back of their car. They finally get the. I have to applaud both actors who are inside the car who legitimately are acting like two human beings who are convinced that they are about to die. Yeah. Like they are just like, this is like, they are like weeping and like panicked. And then finally they get the car to start. They drive backwards at full speed, smash him into a wall, which. It's not until later it's revealed sliced fully in half. And as the cop walks up to declare the body dead, for a split second he musters enough energy to leap up and hop off a leg real fast <sniffs> off this cop. Incredible. For no other reason than more violence. Exactly. Um,
0: I mean, don't yeah. complain. Yeah, going out with a bang.
5: And then just credits. Back to, back to we are once again in a national lampoons movie because then the closing credits are just wacky shots of everybody having a good time with this upbeat fall break song. It is so It's incredible. Bizarre. It's yeah. incredible. And, I love it. Well, English the first
0: movie. one's well, the first one's blooper-ish and it was I would assume it's the director's son because it was another Cooper. Uh yeah. so there's Buddy Cooper and then there was a, a boy Cooper or like maybe a nephew and then I believe the wife because then the mom was the wife of Buddy Cooper because then she ended up being on the caterers list. I was eyeballing <laughs> the shit out of this because I was like, this is homegrown beauty, like, at its best. <laughs> this
5: is this is one of the best rediscoveries yeah. we have ever had on hard movie. It was fun, I think. man. Like, I had fully written off the mutilator. Yeah. That was, like, a Blu-ray that was sitting on my shelf just because the box art is gorgeous and I trust Arrow to do, like, a good mm-hmm. restoration. And now I'm like, I will probably watch this again. Yeah in the next
2: in year in a year like,
0: yeah, yeah. I, it's not I like a so much it's not an
2: though. every six months kind of watch though
0: no definitely no, but definitely within a, a year watch for sure fall break um, watch but... it's your favorite fall break movie hi friends the world got you down
4: Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes.
3: You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geek Network.
4: Hi listeners, I'm
1: Carolina. And I'm Tessa. And together we are Femme Regard Podcast.
4: Mmm.
1: We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the Fem Fam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network.
5: All right, Scott, let's start with you. What is the double feature that you're going to go with? It's
2: impossible it? to pick just one. But I'm going to pick one, you guys can pick one, and then we can round table, we can round Robin until we're out of double features. Yeah, I like that. My first, most likely to double feature with this is Blood Rage, because I I like how Matt's like, click, click, pen, scribbling, (laughs) Um, (laughs) because Blood Rage is another movie that... I feel like the the blue just changed everything, you know. Like seeing it in higher definition, seeing a better restoration, seeing an actual restoration of it instead of the gritty like VHS rip. Makes it. And it's it's, also a
5: straight kill comp. Once it's it it is a kill comp, and it's
2: it's also fun, and it's not. It doesn't take itself too seriously. I just I fucking love Blood Rage. Also, if we're talking Fall Break, then the next the I mean like so Fall Break is the next. Like or the next relatively obscure holiday, obviously not Halloween because Halloween's not an obscure holiday. But after that, you're just gonna go whoop right into Thanksgiving kills because mm-hmm. you don't yep. have a whole lot of Thanksgiving movies. And as we've said, fall break and Thanksgiving
5: could be the same week depending on what college you're going. Right? You know right. what I mean? Like I might be. It's wrong. very feasible. Kyle, you said that you had three, so I'm gonna go next because yes. I No, we're gonna go round maybe. robin. Yeah. Everybody's one until hey. we're out of them. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be out of them after I say this. Oh. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. So, uh, I mean, I would have rather picked Blood Rage because it is a slightly more fun movie. But I, you're even a blind man could see how much this movie connects with pieces um, uh, yeah. between the Beautiful. the the kid the kid kill in the beginning, the like completely outrageous character that you think is dead coming back to life for the one last kill. scare yep. at the end, like, and then also. A movie that is just filled with kill compilations, just mm-hmm. over the top gory kill compilations. It's a little bit more grimy. It's a little bit more grindhousey. I think you're right with Blood Rage. Blood Rage tonally fits a little bit better, but but format wise, this this and pieces are like like that. I wouldn't maybe.
2: be mad about that uh, double feature.
5: God, yeah. what about you? Right, Make Kyle, me happy, what's the last one that you I had?
0: Only, I only see those are beautiful. Fun, pleasant, a good oh, time, no. and I never do that. <laughs> um, I, I'm picking a movie, and I realized that one of my three is actually what Carly has suggested, and it was so it, it doesn't. I mean, it counts, but it doesn't totally count. My pick, my immediate pick, is a movie called Sledgehammer. Uh, oh, it's that's shot, on my long list. It's a shot on video, real piece of shit. But man, is it friends doing uh, like it friend things that friends don't ever do to each other like a food fight in a rental house like you know just shit that <laughs> fall break is beyond fall break stuff like real fall yeah. break stuff it's mm-hmm. a movie that I love showing people and I love watching with people and though the mutilator is top tier Sledgehammer would be a good B like Ride out the Doritos until the very bitter end. I believe uh, so you that's just on. Dump in a bag. I believe of that's on Shutter, isn't DML. it, or is that Prime? If it's on Shutter, I'd be surprised, but also at the same time, they put a lot of stuff on there. I I, don't, I think it's. It would be on Prime for sure. Okay.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Well, just know if we ever do Sledgehammer, I will in fact be singing the Peter Gabriel. Song yes, once in that episode. Ow. I want to watch. Ah. Sledgehammer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So All
2: right. next. If we're like Kyle and I got more, so because of the 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 aquatic nature of this film on a beach, I have to go with my other favorite movie that I have made you guys. Well, I've at least made Matt watch. Very uh, title similarity wise, Bloodhook because fishing Ah. is rude. Fishing is rude. What about you, Kyle?
0: a ton of fun again from me not a lot of fun uh hide and go shriek is so painful but again i like there's something so there's something so fun about the mutilator and how they set everything up that is so satisfying hide and go shriek does the complete opposite sledgehammer does the setup and is satisfying in its own way Mm -hmm. hide and go shriek is unfortunately not any of those things they just keep adding characters it's like they're graduating from high school they're in a furniture warehouse or like some sort of warehouse that they're just partying at (laughs) and it is abysmal but it's (laughs) it just it just gave me vibes it just gave vibes to me about what we could pair it up with
5: what was the Carly double feature the
0: Carly Carly turned to me oh during this and it was probably before it ramped up but she turned to me and goes this reminds me of the fear and the fear if anybody's familiar is this wooden oh
4: yeah
0: yeah 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 because I think that both Carly and I thought that there was going to be some sort of twist not him coming alive at the end and lopping off a fucking cop's legs but I thought that the sun was going to be like in on it somehow right they do this setup like it feels like it it, feels like that so at some point in time she turns to me and goes is this going to be like the fear which involves a father and a son and like a scare tactic like sort of therapy situation involving a big wooden totem of a man wait Um, is it not supernatural no it is supernatural okay because um, it's on my very it, very long list for the it's, show
5: that's a box art that i saw many a times and never Yeah, i've never seen it either there's
0: this i the sequel is more fun there's than a the, sequel you got them right there's a sequel that takes place on halloween
2: fucking a dude oh.
0: so it's which the sequel is actually uh higher up on my list than the original uh, well then you
2: know I'm always a proponent of doing the sequels on
0: the show. Anyway, yes, I'm sorry. Yes. To yeah. No, that was so, I mean it doesn't it, come come the last 45 minutes of it. It doesn't it doesn't match up well, but with that with that theory that there's something going on with the father and the son mm-hmm. and like he, the sons in on it, there's a there's a good uh, psychological situation there, but it's not a great. Again, I'm not here to have a good time. I'm here for a long time. Yeah, Is that yeah, how the saying goes? I'm here for a long time. But yeah, those are those are all of the double features that could have happened here brutal. in the TK household. Fucking brutal.
5: All right, Scott, what have you watched, read, listened to, etc.? cetera?
2: I guess this goes along with the theme of this week a little bit, and I don't want to make this sound like an explicit endorsement of this film, but... I enjoyed it for being stupid as hell, and it was not as bad as I was expecting it to be. Uh, Day Shift on Netflix, it's uh, Jamie um, Foxx as a vampire hunter. It was an easy way to kill an hour and a half. I was expecting it to be pretty unwatchable and just to watch it like at 5 a.m. after I feed the dogs and I'm trying to get back to sleep for a couple of days, but um, I actually stayed up and like I started watching at 5 a.m. I watched the whole thing, I mean I finished at 6 30 and I was just up for the day, whatever, and uh, I I, I didn't love the vampire lore, I didn't give a shit about it really, but I did like the buddy cop feel of it because it gave me a heat vibe, or dead heat vibe, dead heat vibe, sorry. (laughs) Yes, not... Oh, way, way better Slightly than Michael different. Mann's yeah, yeah. Heat. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, dead <laughs> is
0: dead heat. heat. I love that. All right, well, uh, Kyle, wh- have you got something to, to tell us about? Uh, I, I don't remember if you guys had watched it or talked about it. I watched Willy's Wonderland. Um, um,
2: I mentioned it a while back, but I don't think you'd seen it yet, right?
0: No, I hadn't yeah. seen it yet. My my friend Jeanette and I watched it, and... Um, What happens when Jeanette comes over is we catch up on four or five things that I could talk Mm. about here. On (laughs) what did we watch? We we somehow figure out uh, a way to watch a bunch of stuff, and it's fine. Like it's a little monotonous, um, and it's like, but Nicolas Cage is as a non-speaking. Weirdo is yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big proponent of... Um, it's maybe my least favorite animatronic slash mannequin horror that I've seen. You haven't but seen it's... enough
2: Puppet Masters? <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: That's true. Um, I've not. <laughs> i got to work on that. Actually, I think I had I had my Puppet Master uh, collection in my Killjoy collection down here somewhere. But
5: It seems like such a good purchase when you see it on the shelf and think, 13 movies for that price? Right.
0: Mill Creek? Keep <laughs> it coming. <laughs> it's fine. I could really have just done with Nicholas Cage in there going up against um, animatronics, but there's you know more characters and more building of what it is, and I could see why if somebody liked Five Nights at Freddy's that they would be like, "This is the like, I can t- I know that I was not the audience, like yeah. period." That's a like, perfect
2: okay. way of explaining it. I enjoyed you know, the watch too, but I I yeah. definitely
0: realized that it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me, but it seems like it accomplished what it needed to. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, it's fine. It's fine. So uh, we had fun with it. It was, it was a good time. I wouldn't recommend or watch it again, but it was, was, I, I did it. I got the (laughs) t-shirt. All right. (laughs) Matt, what about you, dude? And then you took it off. I did. (laughs) Yeah. You can't see the t-shirt, but I got it.
5: I'm going to do two quick ones. Uh, Well, I'm going to do one quick one and one that I might expand on a little bit more. Literally as of today, the last episode of season two of Only Murders in the Building uh, dropped. Uh, If you liked the first season, this one is just as fun and ridiculous and goofy, um, so I highly recommend it. But I need to talk about the show that I have not been able to stop thinking about all week since I watched it. Scott, it would be such a stressful watch for you, so I cannot with good <laughs> conscience recommend it. I know that it is Brian's total shit, and Kyle, I think you would be fascinated by it. Uh, and that is HBO's The Rehearsal I hate Nathan it. Fielder. I hate it. So here's the thing with The Rehearsal. The whole point of this show, by the time you get in to the end of it, and uh, listeners, you can... If you are curious about the rehearsal and you haven't watched it, you can probably shut off the episode around this point because the only way that I can properly parse out why I liked it as much as I did and why I can't stop thinking about it is to spoil the shit out of it a little bit. But um, I will try to do it in a way that doesn't fully spoil it. So Nathan Fielder had this huge show on Comedy Central called Nathan For You that constantly was like blurring this line of like is it staged is it reality tv the rehearsal takes that to such a gigantic bigger level and what i walked away from it was that i genuinely have no clue (laughs) if what i watched was a documentary or a mockumentary and i think that that's his point like his whole purpose is like like people are trying to research and they're like But this girl who's showing up and saying all this crazy shit like appeared in this commercial like years ago. So I think that she was an actress that was hired to do something like and they're piecing it together. But it has this beautiful symmetry where I'm going to run through all the beats of this and it still won't ruin it for people who want to watch it because it's the journey. But episode one, Nathan proposes this concept that if you rehearse a thing enough times, you can perfect it and be like seamless with it. And he helps this guy perfect being able to tell the guys on his bar trivia team that he lied about his master's degree. And in that episode, he makes an analogy to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. He's like, you're like Willy Wonka, but he's proposing it as if Willy Wonka could be a villain. And that episode ends with pure imagination. So the second episode sets up this concept that this woman who is like super over the top Christian is trying to see what it's like to have a child To make sure that she's prepared for it while she's waiting for her husband. And the concept is that he's going to put her in a house for two months, and every week they are going to age up the child by three years Mm -hmm. with different children actors. And it's a 24-hour project, so every six hours they have to switch out the babies and try to do it in a seamless way that she won't notice that it's happening. But because she imagines this being with a husband, she also has to audition actors to sit in as her husband. And she finds this guy who claims to be like a born again Christian, but then immediately he tries to fuck her on the very first night that he has to stay there. So she kicks him out and Nathan says, I'll step up and I'll be the dad in this simulation for you since we need one. But then as the project goes on, Nathan begins to decide that he wants to be a father way more than she wants to be a mother. And they start to argue over, should the baby be raised Jewish or Christian? Because Nathan is Jewish, but she's Christian. And she's like, this isn't your simulation. This is my simulation. Why are you being such a control freak? So she leaves The final episode is a child actor who sees Nathan as his actual dad because he doesn't have a dad at home and Nathan trying to decide if the thing that he did is wrong. But at the very end of the episode... He does assimilation with the child to make the child understand but at the end decides to declare himself as his dad and when they hug it is a complete recreation of Willy Wonka hugging Charlie at the end of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory but that was only something that other people figured out that they like re like it is a shot by shot scene of that where now everyone is like so did we did we watch a real thing or did we watch a fully staged it's like oh, and it's just sake, the way that people, I, I put a poll online on my Instagram to see one of the most well-received polls I've ever put on. Three, uh, 20% said it's totally real, 7% said it's totally staged, and the other 75% said the whole point is that we will probably never know the answer to this question. And I just think that it is insane that a random comedian from Canada was able to create such a dramatic frustrating mind fuck of a six episode show that's canadians for you dude the canadians are on a whole nother level people are gonna hate it and they're totally valid to hate it people are gonna love it they're totally valid to love it i genuinely don't know how i feel about it i just know that i haven't been able to stop thinking about it since yeah. the finale aired on friday that's my my very long-winded pretty spoiler filled <laughs> with would, would would recommend but like yeah it's it's a fucking trip um (laughs) this is we're about to hit the spookiest season of the year though guys october is just we survived uh, this drops october's tomorrow yeah we dropped (laughs) we
2: we survived another listener submitted month just in time to do the best month of the year Mm -hmm. the best month of the year
5: baby well this was this was not a listener submitted this was our nice little we gifted ourselves this one that was on the bridge of september and october Uh, very nice. and now baby it's it's a uh, it's spooky season baby you're excited. a haunted house oh god I love that <laughs> fucking <Me> song too. <laughs> thank you for introducing that song into my life uh we will be back next week with all the good good horror movie night goodness
0: friends the world got you down don't be sad listen to two dollar late fee with zach and dustin
1: two dollar late fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment the 1980s we pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today we also interview your favorite celebrities from that era
2: all in the spirit of positivity and togetherness check us out at two dollar
0: latefeecom
4: Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes.
3: You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the GeekScape Network.
1: You're listening to the GeekScape
3: Network.